You're listening to Doctrine and Duty, podcast of Brian Ray, Senior Pastor of Alexander Baptist Church in Chesapeake, Virginia, where biblical theology meets everyday Christian life. Greetings once again, beloved, and welcome to another episode of Doctrine and Duty with your host, Brian Ray. It's great to be back with you guys. Um, I really appreciate you for listening, and uh, by the grace of God, the people of God, we are commended to love one another. So love you. Appreciate you so much for tuning in. It is my hope that you will uh, take a few moments weekly to tune in to our podcast ministry and uh, doing things a little bit differently here toward the end of the year, just focusing on some things and uh, that I think maybe we haven't focused on enough. And sometimes uh, the season brings things upon us, brings things to our to our memory or to our mind, to the front of our mind, and we have these thoughts of, hey, maybe I should. And so this, uh, the next few episodes or multiple episodes are going to be about thanksgiving. If you want to put a dash between thanks and giving, you can. If you want it to be one word like the holiday toward the end of the month of November, you can. But fo- the focus is the giving of thanks. And I wanted us to look at the Scripture Um particularly the scriptures from the book of Psalms, and particularly, particularly uh, the latter part. And so I want to begin today with Psalm 145. It's titled, A Song of Praise of David. But the psalmist, David, he, he begins, he says, I will extol you, my God and King. The word extol, uh, we understand it to mean uh, lift up. And of course, as the people of God, we understand that to mean praise, uh, bless, worship. And so David expresses his praise to uh, the title he gives is My God and My King. I love uh, the personal pronouns. I love the personal possessive pronouns. And, you know, once you come into a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, you belong to God God belongs to you, so to speak. Uh, We're blessed to become uh, the offspring of God spiritually through the new birth. So David says, I will extol you, my God and my King. He says, and I will bless your name forever and ever. I don't know if you've thought about forever and ever lately. And uh, maybe there's been something out there that you've been waiting for, and it is taking forever to get to you or to get here. Maybe you ordered something online and you're waiting anxiously for that item to get here. Uh, Maybe it's uh, the Christmas holidays. You've waited all year long to uh, give your family your wish list and you're you're waiting, waiting, waiting. Um, We, I think the older we get, uh, the more in tune to the concept of forever uh, we get, but we're never going to totally get it, if you know what I mean. We have, you know, I, we cannot fathom. We have our thoughts, our, you know, our idea of eternity, but we have no comprehension of forever and ever. But I love the heart of David, even though David is not perfect. David is a sinner. David sins big time. His intent is the forever praise of Almighty God. And I just wonder what, you know, what what is your intent? 
as we think about doctrine and duty and we think about we belong to God, God belongs to us. We talk, I've talked to you about salvation, the new birth, regeneration, redemption uh, over the last many episodes. Um, this is our doctrine. Our, our duty is to praise Him. Every moment of our lives to be in a state or a the, the presence of praise before our God. He says in verse 2, Every day I will bless you and praise your name forever and ever. So he says, I'm going to praise you forever and ever. And then, hey, every day I'm going to do it forever and ever. And then he says in verse 3, Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, and His greatness is unsearchable. You know, we praise God for who He is and for what He's done. We worship God for who He is and what He's done. Had He not done anything on our behalf, He would be worthy of our praise simply because He is God. And yet He has done so much on our behalf. I love what he says in verse 3 when he says that he says, Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. We cannot fathom uh, the height and the depth and the breadth of the greatness of Almighty God. Uh, we know he's great. We know he's good. We know he's always great. We know he's always good. We know there is, with the Lord, there is no sin. There, there is no change. Um, there is no misleading, no deception, no manipulation. And yet, His greatness is unsearchable. One generation, verse 4 says, shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. Well, what a, what a beautiful picture that is. One generation of believers proclaiming to another generation of believers who will then proclaim to another generation, who will then declare to another generation the mighty acts of God because His, His acts are they continue on and on. In verse 5, it says, On the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works, I will meditate. I, I think meditation can also uh, tend to come to us as we get older. We tend to think more. Uh, when we're younger, I think we tend to act more. When we get older, we tend to think more. But to really ponder and to meditate on the glory of and the splendor, and the wonderful works of God. I mean, just to take some time each day to think about what all the Lord has done for you, what all the Lord has done for your family, what all God has done throughout church history in preserving His Word, in preserving His church, and preserving His people. What an awesome God we serve. It says, they shall speak of the might of your awesome deeds, and I will declare your greatness. There, Again, I think it's a reference to this generational praise. And not just generational praise, but, but if there is an audience or a congregation intended here, that one side declares the praise of God, another side declares the praise of God, one side amens, another side amens, and it just continues this beautiful pattern of worship. They shall pour forth the fame of your abundant goodness and shall sing aloud of your righteousness. So much singing in church today has no passion, has no power, because people's hearts are far from the Lord. And then a lot of what, what, a lot of what people sing today, it's not about the power of God or the greatness of God or who God is or what God's done. A lot of the singing today in many churches is I and me, I and me. In verse 8, it says, The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. The Lord is good to all, and His mercy is over all that He has made. The Lord is gracious and merciful, David proclaims, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. You can think about just how good and gracious and merciful God is, 
how in grace he gives you what you don't deserve, how in mercy he withholds that which you do deserve, that he is slow to anger, that he is abounding in steadfast love. Just think about all of the judgment that you deserve and that I deserve, and yet we find God's love, it abounds and comes to us in grace and mercy. It says in verse 9, The Lord is good to all, and his mercy is over all that he has made. The the world itself receives the common grace and goodness of God. And then we as his people receive his particular grace through Christ. All your works shall give thanks to you, O Lord, and all your saints shall bless you. What a beautiful picture. What a, uh, a testimony. What Almost like a command for the church to give glory to God. It says, They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and tell of your power in verse 11. Verse 12, to make known to the children of man your mighty deeds and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Verse 13, your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures throughout all generations. We think about the kingdom of God. We think about the rule and reign of Christ and how we are now actively a part of participants in the great kingdom of God. He goes on to say the Lord is faithful in all of his words and kind in all of his works. The Lord upholds all who are falling and raises up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you and you give them their food into your season. You open your hand, you satisfy the desire of every living thing. One of the things that we, uh, our duty is to praise God for, the fact that He is our great provider. Everything you have is a grace gift of God. Whatever you're able to do, it's because of the grace of God. And so God has provided all that you have. And all that you're able to do is because of His good hand of grace upon you in your life. And so that should cause us in our duty to praise the Lord. It says in verse 17, The Lord is righteous in all His ways and kind in all His works. The Lord is near to all who call on Him and to all who call on Him in truth. What a blessing to know the nearness of God, the presence of God in the lives of His people. It says, He fulfills the desire of those who fear Him. He also hears their cry and saves them. The Lord preserves all who love Him, but all the wicked He will destroy. We've talked about, I've shared with you about provision, uh, protection, um, preservation. Just, <laughs> wow. You think about your life and all of those close calls. All of those things that you did or uh, didn't do, that, that if, if things had worked out just the wrong way, you wouldn't be here. Uh, your life would have been uh, removed, snuffed out, so to speak. But the Lord preserves those who love Him. Think about how you've been tempted to sin, but there was just something that held you back. Of course, we, we attribute that to the, to the power and the work and the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. But that is God's preserving you. God's protecting you. God getting your attention so that you don't follow through with that which is crazy or that which will cause harm. It says in verse 21, David says, My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord and let all flesh bless His holy name forever and ever. You know, one of the wonderful things about worship and praise and thanksgiving is that it's not only meant to be private, but it's also meant to be corporate or congregational. David says, My mouth will speak. He, he declares what he's going to do. But then he challenges all others. He says, let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. And that, that really should be what we do. We should say, you know what? I'm here to praise the Lord. Y'all come on now. I'm going to praise the Lord. Hey, let's all praise the Lord. 
And, and I don't know about you, but when I hear someone giving praise to God and giving a testimony to God's goodness, it encourages me. And it really inspires me in such a way that I, I want to give praise to God. Not necessarily out loud, although that might be the case. As a matter of fact, in our church, uh, Lord willing, every Wednesday evening, uh, we devote half of our service in the sanctuary to prayer and praise, to where we pray specifically over the, the needs of the people, um, those on our uh, dedicated prayer list, but then also any, any needs that people uh, that that people list or give out publicly, we pray over them, and then we then we take time and we we praise the Lord together, and and we go from each side of the room back and forth, sharing praise of of what God has done in people's lives, and just giving Him all the glory and honor. And praise it is a very precious time. It, it reminds me of verse twenty one when David says, "My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord." Now let all flesh bless His holy name forever and ever. Um, you know we're going to be with the Lord as God's people forever. Time without end. Eternity. And we're going to be praising Him the whole time. <laughs> we're never going to need to rest. I mean, our praise is going to be continual all the time. It just makes sense that we would get started here and do things the right way, the way that they're going to be in eternity. And, and that means we're going, to, we're going to be a thanksgiving type of people. Hey, I, I began this time telling you I love you and I appreciate you, and, and I hope you'll tune in each week, and I'm going to say it again. Love you and appreciate you. I hope you have a great week, and it's been good to be with you here on Doctrine and Duty and Psalm 145. Take care. You've been listening to Doctrine and Duty, a podcast of Alexander Baptist Church, located at 4316 Pamela Court, Chesapeake, Virginia. Join us Sundays at 10 a.m. and find us online at abch.org.